Welcome to the Nasred Podcast, or Nasred Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Chances are you may be new to the podcast. You may be some dude or dudette that wants to hear a conversation about Rogue One, a Star Wars story, directed by Gareth Evans and written by a bunch of fucking people. So if you are new, I welcome you. I welcome you, and I love you. And I really hope you enjoy my conversation with Alex Rogers, my good friend whom I met years ago at a marijuana place, which we shall not name. Alex was first on the podcast on episode 15, where we smoked a fatty and talked about The Descent and Alien and other films. And it was a really fun conversation. And we had another fun conversation about Rogue One. Alex is a great mind when it comes to popular culture. And between the two of us, he is the more passionate Star Wars fan. So his insight and thoughts were really great. Recently, Star Wars fans have reason to be sad because Carrie Fisher, the actress who played Princess Leia, has passed. I am reminded of a poem I am always reminded of when someone passes, the original of which I have never seen. The, the, the poem was once described to me by someone who was talking about either Rumi or Hafez, those are the Iranian poets. And I don't even know which of those two came up with this poem. I, I don't even know the specific phrasing of it. I just know the basic analogy of it, which is human life is like a bird in a beautiful glass cage made of emeralds and rubies and glass and silver and gold. And in the case of Miss Fisher, maybe little Prozac tablets neatly designed on the bars and stuff. And eventually this beautiful cage will, will fall and break releasing the bird which we mourn and we mourn the cage but we must always remember that the bird is now free it's free and i like to think that there is a big cinema in the sky or in outer space which exists outside of time so this hilarious black comedy called life can play for us all when we you know fucking die let's talk about rogue one a star wars story with my good friend alex rogers So Alex, uh, Horrorthon. Horrorthon. I did an episode when we, uh, just briefly, like when we um, went to Horrorthon and then you left after the second two movies and then we all left after. Sashish, please shut up. (laughs) There's like new people going to listen to this because of Star Wars and my fucking dog. And it's like, if you listen to the other ones, you'll see my dog ruins every (laughs) podcast. But uh, before we jump into Star Wars Rogue One and we get into the whole Star Wars uh, conversation, Uh, we went to Horrorthon, and the plan was we were going to go to Horrorthon and then record after Horrorthon, <laughs> but it was just too late. Just a little much. Yeah, yeah. and you, we, so you saw what? The Blob and... I saw The Blob and Devil Fetus. And Devil Fetus was... <clears throat> yeah, that was... Uh, that, that The Blob was actually uh, pretty fun, because I remember, even as a kid, seeing the, uh, the 50s. Mm-hmm. Even at like ten or eleven, I was so adamant about the original versions. Of yeah, everything. I was even even by the nineties, you were aware of everything being remade. Yeah, you know how that uh, started actually because I was trying to get the first Night of the Living Dead once from a video store, and this is back where everything's in VHS. Right. And I said, do you have Night of the Living Dead? And he was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And what they gave me was that remake they did, I think, in either the 80s or 90s. The one that Tom Savini directed, I think. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was... I I never saw it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all right. But it was just that uh, I remember that the... 
you know, disappointment of that was, I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, I, I want to see the original one. Yeah. So I remember I saw the original Blob once. And How was that? I think it's kind of laughable. Really? <laughs> was, wasn't there a big guy in uh, it? You know, Steve McQueen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve McQueen's in it, and I think it's, uh, I, I, I don't remember anything except for just sort of like, golly kind of faces <laughs> and, you know, big pink Blob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we saw had Kevin Dillon. Right. And Johnny think, Drama. Yeah, from Johnny Entourage. Drama. Yeah. Johnny Drama. <laughs> um, no, it was cool. I think Kevin Dillon doesn't get enough uh, mention or credit. Yeah. So Do you like was, Entourage? Just Oh, yeah. I loved the first two and a half seasons, uh-huh. I think. And, and then uh, it's kind of well because then there was no more risk. Yeah, it just became like, hey, uh, so uh, you want to make a movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you want to get anyone you ever wanted? Yeah, yeah. hey, we're douchebags. Hey, hey. we're douchebags. <laughs> yeah. did, did you get blown this morning? Yeah. I got blown by two girls, yeah. and I'm smoking <laughs> a joint anytime I want. Hey, yeah. yeah, fuck you, asshole. No, yeah. fuck you. Hug it out, bitch. Hey. <laughs> I tried to watch one episode, and it, nothing against. It. I respect people that like it, but it yeah. was like. I didn't see any conflict in it. Like, it, it was like, you know, like, everything just sort of goes right for them. And, yeah, you know, like, but me, anyway. Yeah. But Kevin Dillon is a cool cat. No, no, he was great. And the movie also uh, kind of dealt with everything. As I recall, because, mind you, we were all very wickedly baked out of our <laughs> minds. Cavacone and all. Oof. Pumpkin spice cavacone. T- Twas the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the blob was, uh, as I recall, there was some good social commentary on it. it yeah. Also, I, I think it also addressed things like date rape and also, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I remember they, they at one point, uh, uh, one of the kids gets killed by uh, the blob. Oh, right, yeah. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. And I like, love they that. They don't kill the kids. yeah terrifying it like it like melted away the kid's skin (laughs) and then swallowed him up in this like sewer pool but uh we have to get to devil fetus devil fetus dude i mean the blob was fun but devil fetus a masterpiece like a gem yeah yeah like a big wet drippy (laughs) gem yeah yeah and it's like dude when after when we came back i looked for the dvd I don't remember where it is, but it's not anywhere to be found. Like, it, you cannot find it. Yeah. And that's part of, you know, like, when we when I came home, I recorded maybe, like, 17 minutes, and I was so baked and just out of it. And I just wanted to, like, recap the experience. And I was a little bummed that we couldn't all just, like, you know, come and do it and stuff. But I was like, dude, we're tired. We're older, yeah, you know. But, um... The thing that I like about like going to Horathon and going to a place like say like the Beverly or going you know is you find these gems and Devil Fetus really is one of those gems. Dude. Like it's uh, it, just just to maybe walk our listeners. Through, yeah, yeah, I have to talk about the first like ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, the fact that. We, we all don't know what to make of the title because <laughs> that just already gives a thousand images. Yeah, Devil Fetus and. We're seeing this movie, and I believe it came from... Hong Kong? Hong Kong. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're, they're having an auction for some weird <laughs> artifact. Yeah. And <laughs> this, like, claymation stop-motion little demon sculpture yeah. on the artifact kind of rears its frame-by-frame frame yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the protagonist of the movie, the lady, she sees it, and she bids the highest and takes yeah. it home. And here we all are in the theater, and a lot of us have relit, and yeah. we are back in full business, yeah. and we're watching this, and we're like, okay, okay, and she's, oh, and fun little side note, as soon as she gets on the bed, they start playing Brian Eno's music for film. Explain that. Let me explain this. Yeah. This movie took every 
like uh, uh, keyboard and synth artist from the 80s uh-huh. had put it on there. You had Vangelis, you had Brian Eno. I think they used Tangerine Dream at one uh-huh. point. And it's just funny because you're like, wow, this is like the most high quality part of this movie <laughs> is the fact that they're using really good Brian Eno music. <laughs> yeah. And she's sitting there with this like weird, hazy, spacey, you know, it's Brian Eno. Yeah. And she's sitting there and she's holding the artifact and then you realize she's been holding it upside down because she turns it right side up yeah. and everybody in the theater realizes <gasps> she's it's a dildo <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i was so surprised by that but it do you know what's funny about that like and it goes into that weird kind of thing that you see in the 70s and 60s and 80s of like yeah. you know she's like fingering herself or something or doing yeah. something with that even though the camera is like chest up yeah yeah, yeah. We, but but she's doing that kind of squirmy yeah. squinty <laughs> which is you know and pink smoke I, what i remember most of the movies there was always this pink yeah. haze around it which yeah, i think yeah. also is just the quality of the film oh right so yeah, yeah. It because it was washed over yeah it was like 35 millimeter which yeah. is kind of cool but like right. yeah that movie was wacky to say the least but it was fun oh dude it was so fun and you know it actually it except for the constant per actually no 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 let me say including the constant perversion <laughs> yeah it had an, an almost anime film yeah yeah especially yeah. by the end when this demon eventually rears itself yeah because uh, you know it possesses people so that's our first yeah real horror from this is that i think once she does that oh by the way remember as she's pleasuring herself with this artifact yeah. it actually does bring forth this big demon that's on top of her and like i kind of remember i was so baked out white hair Do you oh right yeah, 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 yeah. This big like ogre blue body yeah yeah, yeah it actually yeah. looked like the most like adult themed power ranger <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 and and her fiance opens the door to to see this happening uh-huh and the best was his reaction because <laughs> If you opened the door and saw your soon-to-be wife just being handled by, with his, with, by this demon yeah. there, you would either scream, yell at her, you know, you something there. But he he gives the most disapproving. He like shakes his head like, "Oh, that's just <laughs> like instead of like you know like calling the Vatican, it's like oh you know yeah damn uh, it you know." Why? And then he, uh, I think he just kind of closes the door, like I'll have to yeah, talk to her yeah. about that. What's later. funny is you remember it way more than I do. I barely remember just remembering that I was just jived by it. Like I was just like, oh my god, this is crazy, you know? Like honestly, after that, until the very end, yeah, uh, it's all kind of a, a blur. Yeah, in my mind. but I do remember at the end, like it's up to like the last member of the family who hasn't been possessed to take yeah. on this demon, and it does. Yeah all the all the stuff that you'll see later on like michelle yo and early jackie chan yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's this it's this constant wow yeah sorry. melee yeah <laughs> sasha shut up sorry <laughs> but one thing sasha oh god damn it <laughs> but anyway uh, yeah out? i'm gonna let her out but uh, one we'll, thing i will we'll say before i let her out um no, it's cool. It's part of the ambiance. But, like, yeah. uh, the title is very misleading. That very misleading, because you're expecting... Sasha, get out. Because uh, we, we were expecting It's Alive uh, kind of thing. Um, uh, right now, uh, Nas, by the way, just kicked the dog out of the room. Not physically. Just, of course not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But, yeah, no, I back to Devil Fetus. I thought it was going to be... 
a devil fetus going around killing people. <laughs> yeah, like a baby. But, still yeah. covered in bloody yeah. amniotic yeah. fluid. Killing <laughs> everyone. It was yeah. very... If, you, if we wanted to get kind of maybe a little pretentious about it, it was very surreal and almost Bunuelian. Oh, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no. There was definitely a bit of Lynchian, like yeah. Bunuel, just, yeah. just in terms of these, or, or even Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we might call venereal horror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be very curious to see what those filmmakers were inspired by in in making that you know yeah, there's probably this probably goes back to thousands of years ago there's always there's probably some myth that every tribe has yeah about the lady who found the object and it's so suggested that yeah, she, yeah she yeah. had to make well i guess in some ways this is like the antichrist yeah you know? this yeah, is yeah. the other form of yeah, immaculate yeah, conception yeah. in japan they have that famous picture of a woman like having sex with a squid or an octopus or something Ooh. and it's like kind of you know even though it's not from japan and that's but... the birth of tentacle <laughs> yeah yeah that's the birth of yeah. my favorite anime <laughs> but, <laughs> but um but, one but i have a quick funny anime <laughs> yeah go ahead so did you ever hear of this one called uh Rutsukodoji legend, legend of, of the, the overfiend yes <laughs> dude I've okay. seen it. Without completely grossing out our audience, there's a lot of tentacle rape. Yeah. There's a lot of really disgusting... It's rough. It, it's rough as hell. And the and the hero is a man, kind of, again, possessed by a demon, where he wields nine enormous schlongs yeah. all over the city and, and you know, neon proto-phason sperms yeah, yeah. shooting out. Yeah. It's crazy yeah and it's something you and your friends look for when you're in high school <laughs> and i we had this little video store that a british guy owned and we went up to him and like i love most kids go up and whisper something like uh, do you have uh you know um canadian doc slots part five you know something <laughs> yeah. like that. but here we are asking for an anime tile that we know is like somewhere between hentai and actual yeah, yeah. plot driven story yeah, yeah and we're like um do, do you have Urutsuki Doji, Legend of the. What's that? I can't hear what you're saying. What, what are you saying? Um, do, do you have Urutsuki Doji? What? What? Urutsuki Doji? Oh, yeah, it's right there, down there. <laughs> Urutsuki Doji. And I think it works better as the name Urutsuki Doji. Urutsuki Doji? Um, yeah. <laughs> What kind of name is that? <laughs> well, God, yeah, Urotsuki Doji. Now, you are over 17, aren't you? Right. Oh, you, did you say... No, oh, I don't know if he asked that. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think we just got yeah. away with it. I'm, and we, uh, who knows how old we are, yeah. but it was definitely that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, that, back to... <laughs> yeah, Um. I. you split before the movie that I saw Yo, after... It was the third one. It was, it was called The Entity with Barbara Hershey. <laughs> And it was oh, it was yeah. literally I'm not joking I'm not like being flippant when I say this it was literally about Barbara Ho Hershey and she repeatedly gets like raped by a ghost and well, you know it was repetitive it, yeah <laughs> it was it was it was very weird but it it was weird in the sense that you can tell it was kind of a studio movie at the time and who's that actor what's his name Ron Silver uh, he was in the in the eighties he was in a lot of stuff. It, um blanking on wrong okay silver. never mind but he was yeah. in it and he was like this doctor that's kind of trying to convince her he's like you're not getting raped by a ghost this is just in your head and you know this and that and then after that i split but you know that was horathon hey, it was man. fun dude here's to next year fist Woo! bump yeah, yeah yeah where we'll actually make it through more yeah. than three but now listen so this yeah. is the 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 reason why oh alex is taking a giant bong rip that i packed him uh i'm not i'm i because i need to steer the ship 
the last time Alex was here, I got so high, I went to the moon during the podcast. But um, somebody needs to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Alex, sir, Rogue One, mm. a Star Wars story. Yes. Tell me what you thought. Okay. And if you want to go into your history or if you want to do that afterwards you, yeah, you, you no, just no. I, I give we'll, it to you we'll start right yeah. here with rogue one oh, and right, then cool. we'll move on to the whole galaxy yeah yeah, yeah. that is no. far far away yes but not so far away because we're getting one every year yeah 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 um so okay little quick background i really liked episode seven yes i i absolutely hear and appreciate every argument that seven was a rehash of four right i will argue well i'm glad it rehashed something that worked because star wars had been broken for many Mm -hmm. years and to me there was a lot that really worked for seven and i was completely surprised because i went with low low expectations so i was elated yeah now here I am back to expecting good things out of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So admittedly, I went into Rogue One. Plus, I was like, oh, this is this is a, a, a surefire. It's 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 off the main saga. It's, yeah, it's yeah. its own deal. It's yeah. going to deal with an interesting part of the history. Yeah. And sorry, my two. Yeah, I was just looking at the mic. Maybe <laughs> just lean in a little. Me, yeah, here. Like that. And maybe just also because I'm yeah. a tall feller. Yeah, just lean in. Just like kiss just a little. Kiss the mic. Yeah. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Is that good? Uh, yeah, sorry. Right, I just cool. want to get that pop filter. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, sorry, technical no, no, you're good. kind of thing. But, sorry, guys. Yeah. Is uh... <laughs> Every time I think I'm going to edit something out, I'm like, no, it kind of works in, <laughs> in its, you know, in its, you know, thing. You good? You okay there? A long time ago in an audio set. Yeah. Very just, near just get to real me. close to it. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry. Cool. Just running. All right. All right. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. There. Sorry, folks. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. So, yeah. So, um, when I went to go see uh, Rogue One, I uh, initially in the first... Okay, well, for, here we are. Long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. We see that logo and I'm like, okay, interesting. I wonder yeah. what we're going to do. And I like how it goes, dun! But, but that's it. No. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And I loved the opening shots. I loved the the planets. I loved that um, we got to see what kind of looked like Saturn rings, like dust and mm-hmm. like real, like we saw the clumps of the dust. Yeah, yeah I thought that ship. was cool. Yeah. That I was like, okay, oh my God, I'm in, I'm in. I really liked uh, Mads Mikkelsen in the beginning. I thought mm-hmm. he was, I was like, okay, I get this. And I liked uh, the vulnerability with his daughter and how she has to run away from the danger. I, ben Mendelsohn gets a huge shout out, I think. Uh, now he's the actor who played the baddie. In he's the one. Australian guy, right? Like yeah. he's been in a ton of stuff. Been in a yeah, ton he's of really stuff. good. He was in uh, uh, Place Beyond the Pines and Dark Knight um, Rises too, right? Was he? Yeah, like I, he was this suit. Hey, he, I was he, so not into Dark Knight right, Rises. Yeah. I barely remember. But I mean, he it, but is. Yeah, a, anyway. He's one of these actors that's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and everywhere. He, with yeah, good yeah, reason. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And he recently did this show, uh, Bloodline, and he was so right, so damn good in it. He was so crazy and vulnerable and everything what i loved about and so i have to i have to uh give credit where credit's due because his character was to me very very fascinating Mm -hmm. because he was a middleman yeah not even middleman he was like lower middleman and he didn't really have any power he didn't really have any um like administrative power right he was carrying out orders all the time but with his own sense of like and now i am doing this yeah but every yeah. time he'd go back and report to hq the higher-ups would just be like good good doggy yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah so i appreciated that now then the movie for me i'm, I'm digging it 
Uh, it's great. Oh, and Forrest Whitaker's in this movie. I forgot. Okay, yeah. awesome. He's going to be in this. And just let me just... Sorry to interrupt. Please. We are talking full spoilers at this point. So oh, if you, if right, you, right. Yeah, if you haven't seen Rogue One, go watch it and then come back. It'll be like yeah. you're part of the gang. You're talking to us. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yes. So no, go ahead. Sorry. This whole, we're going to be spoiling everything about Star yeah. Wars, I think, at this point. So... Uh, so here we go. We I'm like, oh my god! Even even Forrest Whitaker. I forgot about that. I, how cool! I, I love Forrest Whitaker. This is gonna be really really cool. And then um, she's in the hole. He's right there. My child. And then yeah, title card. Rogue One. Okay. And then what? Then we skip 15 years ahead, and we don't really know. She's in prison, and what? And oh oh. So I guess she spent some time with Forrest Whitaker, and I guess I'm supposed to trust that something meaningful was right. achieved during that time. Oh, wait, so her dad's been alive this whole time. He didn't even try to look for her. Mm. What, what? There was just so much that's just like, and now here's a bunch of movie we aren't going to show you. Which yeah. I think actually would have been even more interesting. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then just, you know, get to the, all that big budget, yeah, taking yeah. down the damn, you know, bad guy stuff at the end. But... um. I don't know. I, sorry, I'm doing the Donald Trump sniff. The, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I Forrest Whitaker's character was so bad. It was so yeah. weird. And this is just my opinion, folks. But just that whole like <laughs> way of talking was just so distracting. Yeah. Now I thought, how cool! Whoa, he's got these mechanical legs now. Something must have happened again. You didn't show me. I don't care. Yeah. See, my biggest fault, my biggest criticism of this whole movie is that. Um, there wasn't enough time or even really any focus on these characters for us to really care about mm-hmm. them. And all of us kind of maybe knew in the back of our minds that they might be expendable because of the nature of their mission. Right. So they, I think the filmmakers also were like, well, we only need to, only need to get so invested in them. I'm like, yeah, but no, you still need to give me something compelling and I need to care. And there, it was just so, the, the focus just went everywhere. It was yeah. just like, wait, wait, what? And then and they have a pilot and there's this big like, weird monster thing and i and i got it i think they were making a nod actually to several of david lynch characters oh really well when i saw him when he did the damn uh oxygen mask thing Uh uh-huh that was frank booth from blue velvet oh right (laughs) i never thought of that was a total like nod to him and the way he just was so weird and kind of looking all like done up with weird machinery Mm -hmm. he also looked like baron harkonnen yeah yeah. david lynch's dune yeah so i i I saw like some nods there and then this weird beast but like okay what's up with this giant slug creature that reads your mind and all that and Mm then oh we're not going to show that again and then she comes in and and he's like oh my child and she's like yeah i I, i'm here to get that pilot and no one's really a bad guy so far so there's really no conflict yeah yeah. and just yeah i don't don't know I, i thought I think he needed to be directed. I think everyone was missing direction in this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't... I like Diego Luna, but he was mansplaining the shit out of that fucking <laughs> movie and everything she said. I would have liked her, but everything she had to do, he was like, no, that is a terrible idea. Yeah. No, I will not let you do that. That is stupid. No, yeah. no. Are you crazy? I yeah. cannot do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did love the accents, though. I love uh, that this was a multinational cast. Yeah. Check. Yeah. I love that we have a female protagonist. Check. However, she was not nearly as compelling as Ray. Right. Ray, I she's amazing. Yeah, she, yeah. I think Ray breathed life back into Star Wars. Yeah, I yeah. think she's fantastic. I mean, maybe it's also the actor, maybe it's the nature of the character, but there's this thing I notice in some movies where the protagonist 
is only really there to kind of react to the world around them uh-huh. and occasionally make a few decisions, but it's kind of like, well, yeah, the decision's right there in front of you. Of course yeah. you're going to take it. And it's no fault to the actress, but this, uh, I don't even know what her name was. Yeah, yeah. The names weren't very, like, precise in this yeah, one, too. Yeah. Like, I really don't remember anyone's name yeah, from yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, things I do like, though, about it. I love how the Galactic Empire and the Rebellion, it wasn't so, like, good guys and bad guys. Mm-hmm. This was complicated. The Rebellion, you realize, has to do dirty things right. just so that they even have a fighting chance yeah, against yeah, this yeah. mammoth called the, you know, the Empire. Yeah. Um, cool to see Darth Vader, but again, you don't need him to pun anything. Yeah. You don't need to have him say... Careful, you don't choke on your words. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought that was lame. Yeah, yeah, the you know the the best is he'll have like some very dark sass, like apology accepted, Captain Neba. Yeah, know, that, like <laughs> apology accepted is different. It ain't a pun. Yeah, it's yeah, a, but yeah, it definitely yeah. is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we can we can appreciate that about him. I think, uh, and a friend brought this up. It would have been much more effective that we just hear about him in the movie, and maybe, and we don't. Maybe we'll see Darth Vader, maybe not. And it's that last yeah, scene yeah. with the fucking bzzz in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the theater would have lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people told me like, well, they lost their shit anyway. It's like, nah, no, no. Give us yeah. the right reason to blow up and you know and my my favorite part in the movie, the part where I really hoped it was going to just win me back over, mm-hmm. it was when the lead she's she's killing it and she's like taking out this guy and that guy and that guy and then she shoots down the droid yeah and we think oh fuck she just killed the yeah, droid yeah and then the real droid comes around the corner and says something like well did you know that that wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. that was amazing i laughed my ass off because yeah. that's such a that would be a concern of droids it'd be like what we all look the same you know? yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a really really cool moment but um this by the way this little trope this ism I declare, I declare, right. film viewers, this is a cinema sin to the max right here. It's no more of this shit. I hereby declare that this thing is excommunicated from storytelling. You can't have your hero find the device that they need to blow up or activate, and then two punches away, the bad guy shows up behind them and holds them at gunpoint yeah. and says, now I have you. Yeah. I'm going to talk long enough so that the guy who I thought I had yeah. not is actually going to shoot me. Yeah. And all I had to do was shoot you. Like, this has been done too many times. Yeah. And Star Wars is too good. It's too good of a, of a yeah. world where you have to use all these fucking traits. It's a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Stop borrowing these substandard traits. Yeah, yeah. It's, we're over it, dude. And Ben Mendelsohn d- deserved better as a bad. <laughs> don't don't have him go. I got you, and now I'm gonna talk at you. you yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that shit needs to go. And uh, also C3PO and R2D2. Yeah, what was that all about? Well, for one thing, 3PO goes, well, you're not going to see me go on those ships. And that, well, you have to because at the beginning of the next movie, you're going to be on one of those ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what Princess, the fuck? So, what the, so when did they when did did they come back for you later? Yeah, do we, do yeah. we have to assume this? Yeah. I think I think there's probably another version of this movie that didn't get to see the day oh, yeah. the light of day. Because I feel like producers fucked with this. Something some it just seemed a little bloated, a little yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. But uh Donnie Yen, is that the name? Yeah, I am with the force. The force is yeah, with yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was great. Even even though it's like really the stick 
through, yeah, through, the, yeah. through the I mean I get that you yeah. have the force but your stick took out yeah, the stormtroopers yeah. <laughs> they're heavily armored yeah, yeah <laughs> really yeah, the yeah, stick yeah I don't know. I wish they could have given him like a lightsaber or something, you know? Yeah, like, and and but you know what? I realize now that I say that, good for them. This is actually an interesting character. Because, it is because he's a forgotten Jedi. No one, I, I don't think even the proper Jedi Alliance Order even knows about. Yeah, him. I, I got the feeling that he was a man who, in his life, found that he had an yeah. aptitude for the Force. Yeah. I felt like he was like a Jedi from this planet called Hong Kong. <laughs> and, and they you know they needed him for a part but like no no no, yeah i like that what you said like it yeah. does hint at this story of this dude and his friend and stuff yeah. like that you know go on yeah oh no just uh he and his friend i've heard some people go like you, you think they're gay, you think they're gay? <laughs> and it's and it's funny because someone else brought up it's like that's what disney does they can't say gay but yeah. they can put two men together yeah. in a certain way that some viewers will think this and yeah, others will yeah, think yeah, that. yeah 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 but um, but I you know that that would, that would be cool when they show the first openly homosexual character. It'll happen. In, in like, give it like twenty years. Well, they already now finally have have uh, you know all the variety of races, which I do have to. This movie is just by itself, even though it, I think it could have been done way better. Also, god damn it, Star Wars, earn your romance. Romance hasn't yeah. been done well in Star Wars. And actually, you know when it was done well, and this is where we can give a little nod to Ms. Fisher. Yeah. May, Han she, Solo. may she do well but yeah dude they're especially in empire yeah all the stuff in empire when she it's one of the great i love you's in the world is is when she says i love you to han solo and han solo mm-hmm. just says i know i know it's the coolest thing i know and it's i think <laughs> isn't the story that harrison ford was like uh i don't want to say i love you back oh really well dude that's how legends say, are made <laughs> like to say i know <laughs> that, that's my that's my Harrison well, uh, that's classic <laughs> you know he crashed here yes yeah. yes right and right I was gonna play here. the the uh, Indiana Jones music but then I decided against it because I was like well I don't know if he's gonna die if he dies I'll be the biggest asshole Ooh, in the world yeah, no, Sorry, gotta... Sasha wants to come in I think she'll behave uh, but uh, not a problem one thing if you can start on this subject yes uh, please Peter Cushing oh god yes let's talk about Peter Cushing here um Alex is taking a bong rip so we could talk about the best performance by a dead person. Because I'm going to be talking... Okay, so first of all, let's talk about Peter Cushing for a second because my useless vaults of knowledge happens to know a little something about Peter Cushing. This is a man who we have to remember was like partnered up with Christopher Lee. Yeah, with the Hammer films. Over 50 movies. Yeah, yeah. So many. And and I and I love those Hammer films. By the way, yeah, they're, they're really fun. I mean, I've seen a they're, few. They're totally. They're not. Are they? Are they important substance-filled movies? Yeah. No, they were kind of quickly cranked out. But you get to see Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing trade back and forth. Who will be the monster slash right, right, right. Who will be the sort of Van Helsing savior? Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. And Peter Cushing was constantly, usually like the rational scientist in opposition to uh uh christopher uh-huh. lee christopher lee was frankenstein's monster to him he was yeah. also the mummy at some point and peter cushing they did a mummy really yeah they did oh, a mummy wow, movie. I didn't know. totally oh yeah yeah they i think they they covered everything and um that's kind of cool and for like and i and i know christopher lee did like seven dracula movies and i'm i think peter cushing made it into one of those yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. so by the time he was you peter cushing made it into star wars it, it was I can totally see George Lucas just geeking all of us like I have to have Peter Cushing that'd <laughs> yeah. be cool 
And um, and Peter Cushing, for a lot of fans, uh, obviously he's become iconic. They whether they know his name or not, everyone yeah. knows that you may fire when ready. Yeah. Now we all know that they CGI reconstructed his face, and to me, uh, see, I'm I'm a big believer in the sort of in the concealed attraction of things. Mm-hmm. They first showed the back of his head and the reflection in the window of uh-huh. the spaceship. Now that I thought. Good, keep it, keep it, keep it. Yeah, don't, don't have them yeah. turn around. But they have to show you. This is the world we live in now. It's like, but don't you want to know what's behind every secret? Yeah. And you're like, oh, guys, just can we have something left up to imagination? Yeah. You know, um, uh, he, yeah, the, the face was really awkward. I noticed in the extra shadowy scenes, it, it was very realistic. Mm-hmm. Those I gave it credit. I was like, well, yeah. that's interesting. But this is where I learned this term, the uncanny valley. Right. I, I didn't really know this. You didn't know that? Yeah. Hey, um, maybe I'd heard it a few times, yeah. but I'm also the last kid on the block to ever <laughs> get in on the lingo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uncanny valley, it's just our natural aversion to anything trying to emulate a human expression yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And it just, um, it was really awkward because the moments I could tell, I was like, okay, well now... Now we're going back into the... Now I know it's a nod to George Lucas because there's a non-substantial, yeah, <laughs> constructed, yeah. non-realistic yeah, thing in yeah. front of me. Um, and, and Carrie Fisher, just stop. Yeah. Stop. First of all, it's. I think it's... We didn't have to show her. that, was, and, and, and that didn't look like her face. I'm not going to... I couldn't believe it. I talked to some people and they were like, I thought, how did they... They must have found some old footage. I'm like, okay, yeah. no, look, <laughs> that's a fake face. And also, that ain't Leia. She doesn't go, hope, all gushy Disney. Yeah, She's yeah. not a Disney princess. Yeah. She's like, give me the fucking plans. She's kind of a hard ass. Yeah, she would have been like, give me those fucking plans. We got fucking hope, motherfucker. That's what it should have fucking been. But um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of this. I'm already predicting that they're going to do a movie with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah. It's resurrected. You know what face. I was thinking? I was like, they probably will do a whole Han Solo movie of him and Harrison after Harrison Ford is dead or something. Yeah. Of like, one weird thing about that mm. that I have to say. Mm-hmm. I saw this movie twice, not because of anything. Yeah, it was and, just because. And, and by the way, sorry, I just, I just was like, "Here's me." Just no, 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 dude. I wanted, I wanted to hear yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear yours. Oh no, 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 go ahead. One. Yeah, I saw this film twice. Yeah. Once with my friend, and once this kid is going to UCA, U, USC from Iran, and he 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 came here, and so I promised I would take him to the movies. A cool mm-hmm. kid, nice kid, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go see Star Wars. I said, "Okay, I'll take you to see Star Wars." He did not notice. It, his wow. his knowledge of of Star Wars is nowhere near like ours. Like it's there, right. but it's not like he doesn't know who Peter Cushing is and this sure, and that. Sure. He had no idea Peter Cushing was a not a real person. <laughs> See, I don't. This is which like, is weird. This is like the is the dress blue or gold? Yeah, yeah. For me, I just like God. I I can't see how you can't. Yeah, like. Yeah. But maybe this is the world we live in now. Yeah. I, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sasha, hold on. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, while my dog is barking, yeah. We were, <laughs> Chewbacca, Chewie. We, we were we were walking out of the theater, and I was like, "Listen, one thing about the thing. I don't know if you noticed. Did you notice that one of the a few of the actors were not even real people?" He was like, "No. What do you mean?" And I said that, and then I described the part, and he said that guy was fake, and I said, "Yeah." Yeah. He was like because they they the character and stuff. One thing I will say. Um, wait, going back to how did you feel about this? The fact that Forrest, I thought 
the idea of Forrest Whitaker's character was cool. Absolutely. Right? Dude, the idea of this whole movie is great. Yeah, yeah. The idea is solid. Yeah. But why couldn't you show that little Rocky montage training sequence where she's a girl and he's like teaching her how to be a badass and yeah. and then we can see something grow between them. Yeah. Like the thing is I feel like his part was cheated. And he wasn't getting good direction. Dude, seriously, where are you, director? Yeah. The actor's going, <laughs> and you're like, yep, sounds good to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? You're yeah. not going to be like, hey, Forrest, I, n- I know you want some direction now, man, because probably no one's directing anymore. Because that's, that's another thing, too, I've noticed. I doubt you're given much room to get direction on these movies. Right. Yeah. I think they're like, dude, it's Forrest Whitaker. Just like, yeah, he, he's cool. He's an Oscar winning actor. Mm. And, and probably some people are like, well, why would I? But he, people forget, even the most accomplished actors, they need to be directed. Yeah. They, they probably they like want it. to be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Forrest would, if, if they had sat down and been like, yeah, here's the thing. And then, and then if they didn't, then, okay, okay, here's my voice. I remember. I feel like, <laughs> no, no, actually, let's take it, maybe be a little more, you know, because. And I get it. He's going for the whole, like, well, because my, I'm like, I can't breathe anymore. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, ah, I, yeah. I know. It's just. But can you imagine you're that director and you're like, you have this amazing opportunity. You're going to make a Star Wars movie and then you're like, okay, I'm going to meet with Academy Award winning Forrest Whitaker. So great, man. And then Forrest was like, oh man, I'm so excited about this. Dude, check out this thing that I'm working on. (laughs) (laughs) And then the part, I can't say anything. Oh, that's great, Forrest. Yeah. I can't see the forest for the trees without you. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, or maybe they liked it. Well, dude, I also have the same complaint about like, when did Chris for Nolan here like I'm gonna talk this way as Batman and he's like great don't change a thing Love yeah it. it's yeah. like what yeah. really yeah. really I yeah. always wondered about that like how does how would the character of Batman sustain that Dude. if you know he's like I'm you know, guys, I'm tired of... Ugh, my voice is so gravelly at yeah. this point. In fact, I'm going to take the mask off. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, actually fucking Christian Bale. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yeah. You've seen that video, right? Oh, yeah. Where he goes nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah whole... But uh, going back, um, yeah. so I saw it twice. There were... Okay. Usually when I see a huge blockbuster, mm. there are a million plot points that are kind of lost on me. And uh, seeing it twice, I was able to sort of, you know, piece... It's not a super complicated movie. It's just things are so big in these films that it's easy to miss shit. And, like, I have to say, my history... Going back to the one that came out last year, episode seven... Yeah. It was spoiled for me. I think oh, I told you this. Yeah. 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 The, 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 I knew who Kylo Ren was. I knew what the relationships were. The whole thing was fucked for me. The even Han Solo's uh, uh, demise? I believe so, yes. Unfortunately, oh, yes. Shit. It was completely spoiled for me. It was ruined. It was ruined. I was on Facebook. I was on Vice reading some dumb article. And then, like, some shithead on the comments was like, fuck you, Vice. Han Solo gets killed by Kylo Ren. He's just, uh, and I'm like, Mo- that- like... Dude, I'm not a violent person, but dude, why? You know, yeah. like, but anyway, so then I saw that and it's not, I did not see anything uh, uh, glaringly wrong with it. I didn't, you know, I liked, I enjoyed it as much as you can enjoy it. Having major plot points spoiled for you, I enjoyed it and stuff. But I have to say, seeing Rogue One, I had the exact opposite experience. I knew nothing. 
I had no. I thought the girl in Rogue One from the posters. I thought that was Ray, and I <laughs> right. thought this was like a side story or something. Right. I thought we were gonna f- follow with that guy Finn Flynn. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be about him and Ray, or they're doing something weird or something like that. Yeah. I had no idea. So you didn't even know it was gonna be about the Death Star. No, 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 no. I had yeah. no idea okay. chronologically where it was. Nice. Well in, done. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that gave me too much of an expectation to know oh, that yeah. it was right before the seventy seven yeah. Star Wars. See, yeah. I seriously, th- I don't know. I don't know. If if you had my same lack of knowledge of it, if you yeah. would, it's not like I came out of the theater thinking, "Oh my god, that was amazing." Yeah, I came out of the theater kind of thinking, "Like, oh, that was a cool Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was interesting, and that was yeah. like you know, like." But I will say, if I was like you and I knew where it was within the saga and where it was going and what kind of the point of it was, I don't know how I'd react to it because I mean, the thing is like. I read this somewhere. I heard this somewhere. I don't know where I saw this. But, like, our generation will never live to see the last Star Wars movie. <laughs> it will Because, you know, it's been yeah. bought for $4 billion. It's a product now. And they have to make money. Every year they have yeah. to make a return on their investment. I think right. they already made it back. Probably. Double. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. you know. So, it's like. And then the same goes for, like, Marvel movies. Where it's like, as we're getting older. You're a year younger than me. Like, we could either be really, really cynical about this shit. The fact that they're taking these things that we had from like, like our childhood mm-hmm. and they're kind of making a sausage factory out of it. <laughs> yeah. We could either be cynical about it or we could be like, you know what? Every year I'm going to look forward to that uh, yeah. thing. Well, you know what you, I mean? You might get a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you may get one or a Deadpool. They might do the first rated R Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that? The first really adult Star <laughs> yeah. Wars. Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be nuts. Where it's like, and you get full on like adult sex scenes. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, Star yeah. Wars? Dude, yeah. have you ever read any of like the extended universe, anything? Have you ever dipped into any back of that stuff? In, back in the day, like in middle school, I read some of those uh, Timothy Zahn books oh, yeah? right after that. Took place like hours after return of the jedi oh, yeah. and obviously jj abrams scrapped that story because in oh, that yeah. one han and leia have twins oh and one now one is a kylo ren type well i think the boy it's a boy and a girl and they're oh, twins right. uh, how, how convenient like luke and leia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um by the way i have to just bring this one up in return of the jedi luke says i know it my father or and my sister knows it and yes leah it's you and she goes i know somehow i've always known except for the last movie where you french kissed me yeah, in front yeah. of Han solo yeah. oh, what God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that that whole thing is kind of weird in the in the I saga i think that was but, a yeah. last minute decision there like i'm also i think this has often been actually criticism of star wars is that oh yeah it always links back to the skywalker yeah, you yeah. have to be either related to or somehow and and it's true ray i'm sure we're going to find out is luke's daughter that he never got to yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll be like well, you know, it would have been nice if she was just a somebody yeah, who, yeah. who then found Luke to be. Yeah, yeah. That would have been to me more. But I get it. They have to always bring it back to no. It's all about like because they're they're the Skywalker family. Yeah. They have the power. <laughs> Wait. So describe yeah. to me your level of uh, for Rogue One. Okay. So like oh, the yeah. prequels, you already hinted at. That oh, dude. You, no, you, they, you, they you hate them. They basically don't exist yeah. in my world. Really? And by the way, let's let's. Uh, 
let's see what do you think what should we do first should we first talk about our our like initiation into star wars yeah. world and then go up to the prequels and you and, take yeah. me back yeah. to when star wars came into your Dude, life and yeah what i all i can tell you is i remember uh i saw it very young and my mother rented them for me mm-hmm what I remember specifically is I saw the first one. And by the way, I ain't going to say no episode four shit. I'm yeah. sorry, folks. But I'm going to say Star Wars because that's it, what it was called. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that when we were kids, you still, when you found the VHS tape, it didn't say episode four, A New Hope. It said fucking Star Wars. It said Star Wars. Yeah. That's it. And it showed Luke holding his lightsaber above him and Leia kind of like hugging his leg. And yeah. again, you're like, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And you've got like, and the sort of silhouetted big helmet of Darth Vader mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Right. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, really enjoying that. And I think I was also, it was weird and strange. And I think uh, the most I related to was like, I, I viscerally remember, remember the scenes with R2. Right. In the, in like, you know, Tunisia. Or, yeah. You know, Tatooine. But <laughs> yeah. <they're> in like, <laughs> and, and having, uh, and being stalked by the Jawas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that, him. <laughs> I think I remember it was one of my earliest laughs was seeing R2 electrocuted in the spot. Oh, when one of the Jawas. When that Jawa goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then the fact is that, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that clunk sound he makes when he falls down. Yeah, yeah. I think that was probably one of my first little, like, yeah. that's comedy. How old were you, would you say? Well, I was really young. Really, I mean, like four, I had, maybe. We're talking like five, yeah, six, yeah. something yeah, yeah. like that. Now, here's what I remember specifically. When we saw Empire, we actually were on a skiing trip. Uh-huh. And I remember this because I was looking out the window going, wow, it looks like Hoth. Because I was, you know, it starts yeah, yeah, in a yeah, snow yeah. planet and outside yeah. it was snowing. So I remember feeling this kind of like interactive feeling about yeah. it. And I remember being creeped out by the Wampa. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. But that's another thing. We didn't get to see much of that Wampa and, and that lasted us for years. Yeah, like, the yeah. idea, like you didn't have mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. see the whole monster. Just the yeah. arm and the quick flash of the face. It was great. Yeah. Um, so... I can say with full innocent flair that I got to see for my own self and discover with my own young mind the big revelation in Empire Strikes Back. Really? I remember being like like a young mind seeing this hulking intimidating bad guy Damn. say and let's be clear folks he doesn't say Luke I am your father. That somehow it became this yeah, quote. Yeah, it's yeah. not that. We have to remember, this is a response. It's a call and response yeah, to the way yeah. this line works. It's not just, can you imagine Luke's just minding his own business and he's just, hey, Luke, yeah, I am your father. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. no, no. It's the fact that Luke is basically telling him to fuck off. He's like, he's like, yeah, he told me enough. He told me you killed him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he's like accusing him on the spot to which he goes, no, I am your father. Yeah. And dude, I can still remember like like little me just <laughs> just feeling the fucking tingling, like what? Yeah, you're lucky, man. Yeah, man, because a lot of people like, oh yeah, I, I ought to watch that thing Star Wars, and apparently Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it's yeah. been spoiled for everybody. It's like how you cannot find any cover of planet of the apes without them showing the damn statue of yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like really <laughs> you can't <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like show apes on Fucking the cover spoil it in the marketing God, you <laughs> assholes yeah 
that's like the dude who goes like yeah i, I need to own this and yeah like, it totally is dude. When, when people spoil on that mammoth level, right it's a tiny little ego wishing it's, it created it. It's a it's a level of shitheadedness that oh, is just fucking oh shitheadedness. Yeah, it's, yeah, you it's, know, it's classless. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I remember that, and then and then I remember, <laughs> and then I remember Return of the Jedi uh, was actually at a time my favorite one. Oh yeah, because I I thought it was so cool and weird mm-hmm. the, the job of the Hut stuff, and let's face it. Leia in a in a in a slave outfit. I yeah, say this with all right. respect, Miss Fisher, but yeah. that was definitely the like advent of yeah, knowing yeah. how I <laughs> how, what I liked in this life. Yeah. Like it was what? Yeah, yeah. And uh and the Ewoks, funny enough, I remember really loving Endor. I loved the idea of a forest planet and mm-hmm. I totally was down with the Ewoks. Yeah. I watch it today and I cringe through the whole Ewok yeah, stuff. Yeah. Just because when you've kind of seen the star wars and empire strikes back with adult eyes those are two like really good movies that naturally follow one another yeah so nowadays i defend the first half of return of the jedi because i still think all of the job oh it's It's awesome yeah and what a cool way to reintroduce our heroes because they're all disguised you notice that's a big theme everyone is in a costume oh yeah Everyone is concealing themselves. You got uh, Lando, who's already planted himself there as a guard. Mm-hmm. You have Leia. You don't know she like who's this bounty hunter. You have no idea it's her. Even when Luke shows up, you think that might be a Sith Lord the way yeah. he's dressed. So it's yeah. cool, man. It's this. There's a yeah. game afoot. Yeah. Also, did you know David Lynch might have directed Return of the Jedi? Oh, really? He actually was approached by Lucas. Oh, wow! And they had that hangout weekend. Uh-huh. And I saw something where where Lynch basically said, like, then he showed me these sketches for something called Ewoks, and I said, no way, Foster, <laughs> and I left. <laughs> something like that. But um, can you imagine that, though, if Lynch had actually directed Return of the Jedi? Yeah. How, how absolutely weird. <laughs> or, I mean, could you imagine just that meeting, just hanging out, and they didn't know you were oh, there? Yeah. And just, <laughs> you know. But yeah, wasn't Lynch supposed to direct Dune, too? Well, he did direct Dune, but, oh, right. but it was I mean, uh, retarded. Yeah, yeah. supposed to do it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to use the Oh, word. no, yeah. no, no. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah so I what, have... about, what about for you, man, for the first three? The first three. The first three is like this. Okay, so, well, I grew up in America, so yeah. it was everywhere. Yeah. And this is kind not embarrassing to admit, but I'll admit it. When I was like, before I could barely even talk, I was really afraid of C-3PO. I had like a recurring <laughs> nightmare I of can, like... I can understand yeah, that. I mean, this is, this is just how weird my brain was back then and it still is. Yeah. I had this nightmare of like the Golden Girls, you know, the show, the Golden Girls. <laughs> and then all of a sudden C-3PO would show up in the door and he would say beep, beep, beep. And then that always scared me yeah. for like... And then so then finally I had this friend really nice Indian kid named Ashish really kind of I had so much fun with this kid and he loved Star Wars like he knew the mythology and he would just tell me about it and stuff and then you know it was one of those things where it was just always around on the I'm not as lucky as you to have seen it the way you did but like it was just one of those things that was always on the periphery and then finally like fifth grade sixth grade I finally I was like I rented all of them from the library and I was like I want to you know go through it and then I watched it with my brother and then my brother just like lost his mind over it and stuff and you know and that was my history and then as far as the prequels I don't want to say anything too sacrilegious it's just I guess maybe if my expo- I'll be sacrilegious <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll piss yeah. on the damn church <laughs> I I didn't it's not I didn't love them by any yeah. means right Yeah. but Maybe because 
I'm not a casual Star Wars fan. I know enough of the mythology to, to, to hold my own in a conversation about Star Wars. But I feel like because my exposure to it was it was just so on the periphery, and then finally I'm like, okay, what is this? And I'm one of those guys like, oh, I want to see that movie with the you know the guy was his father. Uh, and I did see a like I think I saw Return of the Jedi when I was like in third grade and stuff. But like sixth grade, fifth grade, uh, summer of that time yeah. was when I was like, okay, I want to see these. Yeah. stories and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and then the prequels came out the first prequel i saw in the theater i i thought okay this is very colorful and stuff i the jar jar binks thing but i never uh wanted to kill george lucas for the for the prequels like i always thought of it as uh-huh. like you know, oh, you don't want to kill me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but like, Did no. You see, like, <laughs> turn, use your anger, destroy me. I I always saw them as like, okay, this guy, he did this thing in the seventies and early eighties, yeah. and now he's returning to it, and and that, like, I never yeah. had too big of a like, oh fuck this, this is not what I loved because. Mm-hmm. What I loved about Star Wars, maybe it was not so much like I I just love the idea of it. I just like that it exists. Like yeah. that's my feeling about most movies is that right. even movies that I haven't seen, I just like that they're around. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. And I, I like that there was this, you know, if you really sit down and think about Star Wars, it is very odd. It's a very <laughs> weird kind of thing that you know what i mean and so that was my thing with it like the prequels like i didn't see all of attack of the clones even like that like i remember i had a girlfriend at the time and she was like i don't see it it sucks (laughs) and then i saw the uh um episode three basically in in theaters and then that uh i have to say there was a review in entertainment weekly by owen gleberman and he said the problem with the movie is that they don't make becoming Darth Vader any fun. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, good point. You know, and it, like I remember that part where he's, I don't know if this was in Attack of the Clones or in the third one, where he's like, he went and killed all the Jawas. He killed a, a race of yeah, beings like, or something. Like he, yeah, he, and then he goes to Padme and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so I can see why people are like uh, the prequels you know what i mean yeah, i can totally see that dude, but at the same time just... yeah like i have to be honest like i don't have too big of an opinion on it just because maybe emotionally i'm not i'm into it but yeah. it's not like it's not like fuck you yeah. you it's not the bible to me it's 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 a it's a franchise that i get a lot of enjoyment out of because i think it's fun you sure, know what i mean sure and so going back to, I think they did the right thing, sort of getting new people to do the new ones and stuff and sort of like see it with fresh eyes and stuff. And I have to say, I even now, like what I just said, like I just like that this franchise exists and that yeah. it's there. It's like, yeah. it's like if there's a... A, a, a seven-year-old kid out there that like one day he just stumbles upon these films and he has like time to kill i think that's cool that like he could just sit and just watch these films but i mean that's me in star wars that's that's like my relationship to it it's yeah. nowhere near well, as intense you, you, as yours you bring up a good point there because for some people it, it it's just fun like for me that's how uh, star trek is for me I yeah. re- it, you can't ruin it for me yeah you also can't like change my life with it yeah i, I yeah. appreciate it i've always appreciated it yeah but i'm not gonna be like oh you know because i know some people for a while were like oh nemesis killed the whole yeah, you know, yeah all these things yeah 
I'm um, like that with Star Trek too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm just taking off the the, the headphones. We're just getting a is little. Is it too hot? Yeah. Oh no, just my ears were getting a little. My ears were getting sore. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the um, uh, I, I feel a way about Star Trek. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, really. It's not. It's not something I like. Have to be uh, uh, impressed by. But Star Wars did become a little sort of religious for me. Yeah. In those, especially in those years leading up to episode one mm-hmm. and i was 15 i remember when i saw that movie and yeah. already at 15 i was such a little kind of asshole critic about a lot of things mm-hmm. or, I just, or just you know i wasn't i wasn't fooled by things i could see with my own eyes that most of this movie was completely that f- just you know fabricated yeah. Yeah, yeah and that these actors had a very hard job to have to talk to you know green dots and yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. have like a, a full and and it's george lucas for who from all you know accounts great ideas but he's just going to be like uh go faster yeah, yeah, yeah any other direction uh go slower yeah. you know? <laughs> and that, and that, apparently that's it yeah and um i uh i always had an issue with uh anakin no offense to to the little boy yeah. who apparently has had one hell of a he's had a hard, rough rough, rough time, life since yeah. that <laughs> and and it's true because like i can say and this is before Twitter and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he still got the damn memo that we all didn't like. And yeah, it was yeah. very. And I feel bad for him on a personal level that he had to go through that. And I wish I'm like, where the fuck is Lucas <laughs> during this? Why isn't he looking out yeah, for the? You yeah. know, maybe he is. Who knows? But um, it, I always thought he was kind of like a California surfer kid who happened like. My image of young Anakin dude was always like a weird British kid. Yeah. Who like, you know. Yeah, who would that. say weird shit too? Like, like I, I pictured it almost like a little special needsy. Like, like that's I saw him <laughs> yeah, yeah. in my mind as, as like when they see him, he's like, I've had prophetic dreams. I don't know what to make of them. <laughs> and like, maybe there's like a pet he has, and it dies one day, and they're like, oh no. And then they see him like touch it, and it like comes back to. And it's one of those things where like yeah. I would have liked to have seen him actually have an aptitude to be a Jedi, not, oh, you know, there's some, like, wizard things I could do, like pod racing, it's cool, just hang with my friends, you know, just that easy yeah. hanging life of being a slave, like, you dude, you're a slave, yeah. and you sound like a kid who never been a prince. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to have, like, this kid who, like, has, like, epileptic seizures, and his mom has to calm him down, and yeah. then lift through the whites of his eyes, we see him, like, levitate everything yeah, 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 him. Like, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah, like, there's very little hint at the darkness that's to yeah, come. Yeah, I just, I'm like, why, and dude, and midi-chlorians, stop. Stop, Wait, what was stop, that again? stop. Well, okay, we went from the Force being so beautifully described by Alec Guinness as, as it, it, binds us it brings us together it's an energy field mm. that's it it's yeah, an energy field yeah. even you and yoda said even better the force surrounds us yeah and you know it is such a great thing and then liam neeson has to go well midi-chlorians are the beginning of the end of this franchise anakin <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying like midi-chlorians are basically the chemical count that proves in your blood that you actually have the power to have the force yeah and all. see it's that's like, dude like, yeah, yeah. you're like explaining away the shit like don't and that's, you know, people forget that, um, especially the first Star Wars, it was drawing upon, like, age-old mythic elements right. jo- that Joseph Campbell had laid out yeah. for, which work. Mm-hmm. Here we are in the prequels where, and also, dude, Tax Federation, what the, and this is, and all the movies for kids, really? Because I don't think anyone can tell yeah, anyone yeah. what this whole Tax Federation with the jolly <laughs> band of stereotypes, but my lord, is that legal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, very... Uh, 
Oh God! And the and hey, I give you a good prize for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of shit that just. I does remember not fly when that today. came out. A, a bunch of different races were like, "Hey, that's us," and they're like, "No, no, no, that's us." Like, yeah. I remember there was with that guy. Who was that guy? The the the, the guy that owned Anakin. Uh, I hate that I know his name, but his name is Watto. Watto. Uh, how do I, re- I know this? I remember anyway. the Arabs and the Israelis were in a fight over who that was. Oh, like they were like, "No, that's us." No, 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 that's us. You know, like <laughs> you even know. fighting over that. Is like, <laughs> yeah. No, we've been slandered. No, we've been slandered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I. uh and then I also, oh, I, I've always thought it'd be really funny because there's this part in episode three mm-hmm. when, uh, which I'll, I'll, I'll defend is if you're gonna see any of the prequel movies, I it's mean, that the one, better one, dude. You can really skip two unless you really want to watch Hayden Christensen go. Your skin is soft, <laughs> not like Tatooine, which is rough and yeah. coarse, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, again, no fault to the actors. I think the line was, "Your skin is so soft." sand is not like your skin or something oh, like that like, <laughs> just yeah just another again a forced romance oh, yeah they're so uncomfortable in movies and, by the and way, it's it, bad and bad form because you're teaching people that this is how romance works yeah you just get to show up and look starry-eyed at yeah, people. yeah. It's not how it works yeah if i'm but. in danger the last thing i'm thinking about is oh i'm gonna get some pussy you know yeah, what I dude, mean? Like, people forget like you're kind of you ain't in the mood when yeah, you're dodging yeah. laser beams you're yeah. not gonna be like wait now we have a chance to well yeah. i don't know maybe that's just I'm, yeah it's like i'm sorry i'm too worried thinking about my life than to think about us yeah or something, and you i know, doubt like, you really want me to lay my damn fucking hot breath all over you yeah right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out of the space station <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I don't know. but uh yeah, there, there's this part in episode three where they're fighting in the lava pits and all that yeah. the whole thing, and then he and he is clearly beating Anakin at this point, and he's above him, and he goes, "It's too late, Anakin! I have the higher ground!" <laughs> and I was like the one guy in the theater, yeah. and it was totally like my little like alter ego that sort of this like fastidious nerdy person yeah. who went like well i see what you're doing there you read art of war <laughs> <laughs> it's totally like one of the principles in art of war that oh, yeah? you're at the higher drier ground you are the victor oh. so keep your enemy be on the top of the mountain oh. if you keep your enemy lower they can't so that's why he tells anakin was it's that too late i have was the that, higher ground was that and, the scene where like anakin gets his legs yeah he's shit, like slowly like, melting away he's like, i hate you oh, <laughs> with that fucking and yeah. also dude i always thought he didn't become Darth Vader in his early twenties. No, yeah. no, no, no. I always saw him as like a guy who, like, by in like his mid forties, like he, the, like he really. Anakin deserved better, dude. A better storytelling because I think it would have been way more effective that for a good twenty to thirty years he was a valiant, cool dude, someone yeah. we could root for. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude, he's a badass. He's a and a, not a whiny kid. They just yeah. made him always everything from a lax surfer kid as a as a youth youth and then just an angsty kind yeah. of creep in his teenagers no he he really should have they they could have had something where he like got banged up in battle a few times and and legitly helped people in their mm-hmm. time and like and like dude he's the last person who yeah, should because yeah. that would have been so much more heartbreaking yeah oh here's another cinema mm-hmm thing that the cinema i i, I realize there's the guy who does cinema sins i'm kind of cr- encroaching on no, your, go ahead. your terminology dude who makes those videos uh, no offense to uh, you fuck him <laughs> <laughs> just it's a it's a term that we can all use but another cinema sin another no-no to me is stop with the whole no yeah, that yeah. shit it, it was fun in all the comics growing up yeah. it's fun to, but don't have darth vader 
the first thing he says, like, oh, great, we've waited for this moment. We've done all these useless movies to see him become Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have him go, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm was like, lame. Dude. Let me ask you this. Sir. Okay, so let's say, because I am a mad scientist in, in many ways, let's say I created a time machine, okay? And in this time machine, we can go back to before the prequels. Okay, to, I mean, to right before they were going to make the prequels, okay? Okay. And I said to Alex, we're going to fire George Lucas from this. <laughs> I know we love George Lucas, right. but we're, we're going to make sure he's taken care of. We, uh, we, we love him. He, he brought this to the world. But what we want to do is we want to make the prequels, but we want you to choose a different filmmaker oh, like, uh, who could have directed who, who could have directed Ooh, you know i've if never you need thought some time, of this yeah. i know right let me think here. i should have asked you before the part and plus we have to think in the context of, of the, the late time. 90s so spike who would have been or... Ooh, oh my god not dude <laughs> no that spike jones yeah. dealing and because you know he's great with like kid actors who'd be yeah. this amazing like dude that would have like and do it like where the wild things are yeah, like, yeah, yeah this like kid who's finding out with these weird aliens around him yeah that would have been cool or even um like ang lee oh or yeah some kind of like it would have been cool to see yeah, something yeah. kind of a little more focused epic because you know uh, what i think it is i you know and again like that was my like because if i had to choose like a movie property thing that i really feel like that it's tarantino's work you know what i mean oh, yeah. like well that's can you like, imagine a star wars by tarantino yeah oh man that would be nuts <laughs> but like you know like i i the, the I, racial slurs and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> except the, the, it, would, it would be cool if like they made new racial slurs because it's in a different galaxy like yeah. oh you fucking mirpo yeah yeah, yeah or something yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like, like, we don't let nirpos in here. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah but um uh actually my man is not a nirpo he is my friend <laughs> <laughs> that's a good christoph waltz but um uh what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, I guess I like Tarantino's movies are the ones that like get me like oh like religious experience. Yeah, same. But like, uh, that's Star Wars, I guess. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what do you see in the future? What do you do? You, are you hopeful for this franchise? Well, let's see. Episode eight. I really love um, the director. I think it's awesome that this guy Ryan Johnson. Ryan Ryan. I'm not sure how you Who, say his what first did he name. do? So, did you ever see um, Brick? Yeah, I love Dude, that movie. Brick is so fucking. good. That's a really good movie. That's yeah. another one that like a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. guys, it's so and it's so simple, and so, so solid. Cool. And yeah, and, the dialogue. And, the, the and language shit. is amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I really, I, I want to like actually like read the script of that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so cool and it, and it and it really like it makes sense to me it's not that outlandish to me that there's this high school society yeah. and dude and the best part is Richard Roundtree Shaft yeah. is the vice principal dude alright I, I haven't seen it in a million years well cause you like, know what's funny is especially in that first Shaft movie half the movie is his lieutenant calling him in and being like now look Shaft you and I are cool yeah. but, the, but the higher ups are breathing down my neck yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and Shaft is doing the whole like well I'm still gonna be a smartass this it, it's like now he got to be yeah, in that yeah. position where he's like, look, I can't protect you forever. If you keep fucking up, I'm gonna have to yeah, you know, yeah. send you know yeah. have to expel you from school. Yeah. You know, like it, yeah, you know what I like about that mm. movie? Mm. That idea could be so ill conceived and so lame and Disney Channel ish, but they do he the, his execution yes. of it is so good. Yes. And so and he also did Looper, right? Yes. and that's how yeah, he yeah. got and Looper. I definitely really liked. I, I realize I've only seen it once, but I liked it. I yeah, really yeah, yeah. Liked I said it, it once too. Yeah, I don't think I I loved it, but that's but also welcome to being an adult. I'm yeah, also learning. Yeah. I'm also learning to like appreciate things i like yeah, yeah i don't yeah. have to love everything yeah. that's but unrealistic speaking of looper 
I liked it too, but I didn't totally love it. Yeah. Uh, did you not love it because it was a sci-fi thing and you were kind of expecting a total head fuck kind of thing? At the, you know what I mean? Oh, like a total oh, like, twist like, or yeah. some sort of thing or something yeah. like that? No, or no it was you just... know, actually, uh, I, I accepted it as the sci-fi world that we yeah. were being given. And mm-hmm. I and I do, and oh, and, and what I have to say is though, like all the parts that did work amount to me, you know, the parts were, were a little bit better than mm-hmm. the whole, but that makes it worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That whole sequence that says like that covers thirty years, yeah. From him, like you know, realizing like okay, now we're seeing him aging and becoming Bruce Willis yeah, again. Like yeah. oh, how, that was so cool, and um, and it's a great idea, and it's very Philip K. Dick. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I dug it. It's but just, yeah. but I think there was something for me as soon as he went out to the farmhouse. It kind of became that sort of. It became that trope I know all too well, where the single hot mom with the gifted weird kid yeah, yeah. and the man who's gonna come there and the kid isn't threatened by him in fact accepts him as a dad yeah, immediately yeah. and and the mom is like well isn't it great that i look good in my yeah, cutoffs yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. yeah uh i don't know i think um it, it just now dillahunt who's that the, that's his last name i forget his first name now garrett dillahunt something like that okay he was remember the the bounty hunter who sent to find right, them right yeah, and he yeah. was on deadwood as well if uh-huh, you ever uh-huh. that yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, was also yeah. in uh, uh no country for old men uh hell's bells they even shot the dog he's Wait. yeah he's the young sheriff well he, oh, he, he wow. travels with i didn't know that was yeah, him oh dude, okay yeah he's a chameleon that yeah guy, he in deadwood he played like two parts or two something. parts yeah. dude he played the guy who kills Wild Bill Hickok, right? yeah. and he comes back as a sophisticated yeah, creep, yeah. as a total yeah, fucking yeah. Weird. But the point is, he went from like a, a gutter scum yeah. to like someone with money and power. <laughs> that in guy's two pretty awesome. Dude, he's but, so great. Yeah. And he was, I remember him being the bat, or one of the baddies in Looper, and mm-hmm. I thought he was really effective. Mm-hmm. And I've always, I've always been a fan of like, all right, we're going to have to call in this scary bounty hunter to take yeah. care of this. Like, th- those baddies are yeah, are yeah, fun. yeah. So so anyway, the point is he's done enough. Ryan Johnson's done enough work that I have faith for him mm-hmm. to do episode eight. Yeah, um, and uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. It could also fall on its face, dude. You know this this shit. The problem with when when it starts to work is more hands get on it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, as far as the podcast, I have a feeling this is going to be an annual discussion because oh, it's yeah. going to come out every year. Like th- that thing that I read or heard. I don't know where I heard it. Where it's like. Your ge- it was kind of scary. It was like your generate. You will never see the last Star Wars movie. It wow. will keep going. Yeah, and I never go- it's like Mickey Mouse. That. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just gonna keep going. And part of me is kind of like, oh, I'm kind of sad about that. But I'm kind of happy that it's just in the world and this little yeah. thing that people enjoy yeah. and stuff like that. Well, I think for a minute we thought it was over after Episode Three. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of us ever think that there would be <laughs> no, a seven? I, mean, I don't think so because at that point it was all still Lucas property. We yeah. figured he was done with it. At that time, between you know uh, Jedi and the prequels, mm. did you ever talk? Did did you know that there were other? Well, I did because he did. Okay, I I will still call nineteen. I, I like to call it either Star Wars uh, period or yeah. Star Wars seventy seven. Yeah. I don't like to say Episode four. I like Star but Wars seventy seven. Yeah, cool. dude, Star Wars yeah. seventy seven just sounds hip. It's cool. Yeah. But um, in truth, though, you you will see on those scrolling marquees for those first three movies, it does say Episode four, five, yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. So he always intended to do mm-hmm, prequels. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I just wish he 
had actually done them in like the 90s, like the early 90s, yeah, or like yeah, late yeah. 80s. Like yeah. the, what the whole like, I need to wait till the technology gets good. Like, dude, mm-hmm. why wait? It's already fantastic. It still looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those movies still look great. Yeah. And that's my biggest complaint about, um, like, do you get, like it happened with Rogue One as well. I get tired in these movies now, dude. Maybe I'm getting older, but no, I used to feel this way even when oh, I was no, younger. I get that. It's yeah. just so much happening. It's like, okay, yeah. another explosion. Okay, yeah, another, yeah. Oh, oh, and we fell down another 50-foot drop and somehow we didn't break any bones. Yeah, okay, yeah. another yeah. one of these, another one. It's like you see like, tired yeah, like a, a mid-level action movie, it has like three acts, like, you know, yeah. setup, conflict, climax and that's it these new action movies have like 28 acts and they're all involving explosions but it's like i don't know i maybe marijuana helps with this it's like you know it's like i feel myself one part of me getting cynical about everything Uh and then another part of me that's still kind of a kid and still is like ooh, you know like and it's like i don't know like it's like as we get older, I guess we, if we want to keep enjoying going to the cinema, we have to kill the older person in us and, and yeah. let the kid just run around and stuff, you know? Because it's like, you know, like episode one, I can appreciate it on the level of the exact reason that you hate it. Because I, I liked it because it looked so colorful. Yeah. Just colorful. That's, yeah. that's why I liked it. You like yeah. it was so, yeah. you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, as long as these films are being made, I do think people should hold the filmmakers responsible to make good films. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, the amount of money that goes into these films are ridiculous. You, yeah. could, you could feed a whole country with the yeah. amount of money that these films make. So if you're going to spend all that effing dough on a movie, yeah. make it amazing and make it so that kids have cream dream supremes yeah all, you, know. you know i think i think fans are starting to now hold everyone yeah yeah, yeah yeah and because i like that i i'm not gonna i don't love everything marvel puts out but mm-hmm. each year there's usually one that i go yeah you know i'm glad yeah I saw yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah yeah i really i like dr strange yeah i thought I, that i'm was not cool. gonna buy yeah. it but i really liked it yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and i and it's watching in 3d even more fun it was yeah. really cool like yeah. um uh, but but like uh, the reason why I said earlier, once in a while you get a Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. That that way, was pretty amazing. That was uh, very rarely will I go back the next day yeah, to see yeah, a movie. Yeah. That, the, the last time I did that before that was There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I when I saw There Will Be Blood the next day, yeah, I went to the same exact showing because I was like, I have to. I may have just seen the greatest movie ever yeah. made. I need to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is. <laughs> but you, know, you know how like it's interesting how something like I, we'll wrap it up soon because we, no, we've no. been going good. Yeah. But uh, this is great, by the way. Hey, fist bump. Oh, uh, of course, but, of uh, course. I feel like we could. There's, there's, there's probably more to. to yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're gonna keep going. But like, uh, I think the way Guardians of the Galaxy happened is because fucking trauma. Like, like uh, yeah. J- James Gunn worked for trauma, yeah. and he's a guy that understood low budget filmmaking. Yeah, he understood fun the it, fun man. of it and the stuff like that. Really and it's fun. like not dumb fun. Yeah, too, sincerity. Man. Yeah, like that's but oh, go ahead. sorry. I, no, but, no, go ahead. But I really, I, I actually was watching one of those YouTube videos where they were breaking down like how everything wrong with well, kind of like that. But they were talking about how um, uh, this guy, uh, I don't know much about him, but I'm finally educating myself on him. David Foster Wallace. Do I've heard know? that name. Who, who's that? Recently, they did a biopic on him where um, Jason Siegel played him, and he, and he was he was this uh, really very like prolific thinker and a philosopher uh-huh. of our time who eventually did himself in like oh. in 2008 and anyway he he was talking about how we're living in a postmodern world where now cynicism is kind of like the main thing and characters no longer 
um, they were talking about like how Seinfeld and and Family Guy they're great comedies but yeah. they don't they're not they don't kind of break down like values and important things yeah, that we yeah. should be doing yeah. they kind of actually go out of their way to be kind of biting yeah. kind of like an, all right everyone good night yeah. fuck you yeah. <laughs> everything shit which is great yeah, which, yeah. which totally has its place but everyone's doing that now yeah and yeah. it's a little scary where you you know and then they were talking about how well now we're we're reintroducing sincerity and that was my issue with a lot of the early um superhero films just some mm-hmm. of the early car- incarnations it was like just it's Too what i hate like, well, yeah like and and heroes kind of being commenty on how cool it, it it just it was very like just aren't we just so badass being you know or or even where matrix eventually went which was just people just looking vague and cool and mm-hmm. not really care like where's the love is kind of the question yeah that's what i loved about guardians of the galaxy is that it brought back for me first of all the colors pink and blue weren't yeah. allowed to be in space movies for a good 20 years yeah. I mean, matrix oh. was cool but matrix also started this cold Right. steely blue metallic look where everyone has a shaved yeah. head and there's no and it's all kind of like the underworld movies ran with that look yeah and, you just know, like, like it, and it has its place and bless it it's cool but man I was missing that heavy metal look yeah yeah yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah, 80s, yeah. that Mobius yeah, kind of thing yeah Mobius yeah, yeah. dude it needed to have that and that's why I, I really hope Guardians 2 that's what uh, I really dug uh, works out one film I gotta ask you about Please. because I, I saw it in theaters and I was so amazed by it that I like called my friend this was like two years years ago uh-huh. jupiter ascending oh no i, I <laughs> i've never been brave enough to sit through it but i hear it's like it's like uh, uh, something to marvel at and how horrible it is it's i don't know i maybe horrible is the right word right. but it's just so ridiculous yeah, yeah like like and it's like but then part of me it, it's again that part of me that i even filmmakers that i really don't like which i won't mention but like I'm always glad that their stuff exists. I'm always yeah. glad a movie exists. You know right. what I mean? And that movie, it's like so wacky and so like, like what the fuck were you thinking making this? Like and putting all this money. How did you think people yeah. like, uh, but then at the same time, it's like if I was like a nine year old kid, I would think it was really cool and kind of yeah, interesting. Like, you know, if you like, just saw it just without any context or it's true and, and one thing is we're kind of we're now groomed to hate things yeah yeah which is unfortunate chance. i think you know like although yeah no i apparently it's all it's worth seeing it and tell me if this is true to just to see eddie redmayne oh my god and then yell yeah no no that's apparently all he does one of his lines is he this is verbatim his Please. line he goes like Please. this he goes i give life and i take it away <laughs> and it's like oh man i remember before you know what's funny like when that movie came out i was like oh i want to go see it it looks like a big sci-fi thing that's yeah. the only reason yeah, i went to go course. see it and i still want to give the wakovskys yeah 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 their hearts are in the right place the world with matrix yeah yeah you they know deserve to be seen yeah, yeah. and it's yeah, like yeah. i have like a, a a split opinion about jupiter ascending one is that it's ridiculous but then the other one is that like okay but it is kind of interesting on a weird level they went there yeah they went there <laughs> and it's like it's like you know like for all the reasons that something like guardians of the galaxy works where it's using like things like i don't know if this is you know like mobius and this yeah. and that and blah, 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 blah and great fucking music yeah and great for music yeah even though jupiter ascending i don't think uses great music but like jupiter ascending is used kind of 
from the same art box right. of like sci-fi it looked like things. He, well, I mean, yeah, I, it, uh, pe- people were shitting on his ears, but it yeah, seemed like, yeah. I like the fact that they brought some elf ears, yeah, and yeah, some, yeah. and some eyeshadow to, yeah, the, to the dudes. You it's know, that, it's that's just cool. like it's like on some somewhere down the road in making Jupiter ascending, it doesn't congeal to like unquestionable badassdom. It congeals into sort of like, huh, what? Like, yeah. the, you, you guys, wow, really? Okay. You know, and it's not like, you know, anything is so out of place. And it. it's just these weird elements together in this one bizarre movie. I really love that movie. I want to buy it. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it is worth seeing just I'll, because dude, it's I'll like. I'll watch it. Yeah, I know. I'll watch it over <laughs> a good bowl and a good Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll it's get good. through it. I remember know. when I went to go see it in the theater, like, the first <laughs> night. Because then I was so amazed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just like, fuck, what the fuck was this? Yeah. This like these dudes like next to me were like, oh man, this is gonna suck. <laughs> like right before it starts, <laughs> like, right. you know. But going back to what you were saying about like cynicism and stuff, even though we're totally off Star Wars now, but like, yeah. you know, I think that sort of Seinfeld cynicism, that Family Guy cynicism, in this consumer culture where ninety percent of stuff is bullshit, you kind of need it. But then mm-hmm. in art, I think you need a balance of sincerity and cynicism and right this and, you know you need some sort of i don't know yeah you know what i mean something like like for in guardians they actually do and i always forget this whenever i've sat someone down who's never seen guardians i forget i forget every fucking time that the opening is really raw it's mm-hmm. a mother dying of mm-hmm. cancer mm-hmm. and her little boy crying yeah, yeah. and screaming for her to not go yeah Dude, it'll wreck you. And I forget every time. So people will be like, uh, uh, why are you having me watch this? And I'm like, I <laughs> yeah. forgot. And, but that also is a protected response when people are like, um, this looks depressing. It's like, no, dude, this yeah, is yeah. real. This is a movie. The bookends to it are very sincere. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. genuine loss. And how do you carry the love that you can tell yeah. that? You know what's yeah. funny? I completely forgot about that opening. Yeah, but that dude. opening is what anchors... Oh, the man. whole thing emotionally like you're on Chris Pratt's side in that I, because of I have that. a friend who who missed that she entered literally like just as it fades to white with the kid like screaming and being uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. abducted by aliens so that's all she knew yeah, she yeah starts apparently with a kid screaming being abducted by aliens right so she told me the whole movie she felt like she was missing something because she saw everyone laugh and like but she was like I you know and I was like yes because yeah, you missed like, yeah, yeah. the most important thing to get yeah. you into this world by yeah. the way uh, Michael Rooker you know Michael Rooker the guy that kidnaps him that's the oh, actor's oh, oh, yeah, name you know who I'm talking yeah, about yeah, you, you've yeah, seen that guy in like a million do. yeah, yeah. I finally saw a film of his that I have been avoiding forever because it just seemed so rough huh? Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's pretty rough, but I, as I was watching it, I was like, "This is it is good." It, it, I see why it got all this acclaim. Cool, yeah, like yeah. It, it, not to get into a whole thing on that, but like I guess it was <laughs> like these producers gave this filmmaker money. They were like, "Oh, we want to make like a slasher movie so we can make some money." And then he goes and makes this very realistic portrait of a serial killer and then uh i guess roger ebert wrote like a very glowing review of it or something like that and like it became this like dude big thing it's pretty good like it, one person with power likes your stuff yeah yeah but, i mean it was so rough but that guy michael rooker is pretty cool they yeah, put yeah, him yeah. In star hell wars yeah thing. no 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 he's awesome but going back to star wars mm. uh, what are your big uh hopes for it for for the future of the yeah. franchise and what are your fears let's start with uh I'm going to get the fears out yeah, of go ahead. first because <laughs> it's better to go low and then work away. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that 
they're going to CGI the shit out of it all over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I thought seven finally brought back some like things you can touch. Right. Like there's a part in seven where literally it looked like someone was just buried underneath the sand and then poked like a little like plastic thing out of the ground. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I love that it was something it's like you could tell it was handmade. Yeah. I'm worried that we're going to go right back to everything being green screen and loud and yeah. who gives a fuck. I'm worried yeah. about no actual relationships or compelling characters. Yeah. I'm also worried about fans just giving in. I'm, I, I am worried about fans who just go like, well, it's Star Wars. You got to love Star No, yeah. be discerning, folks. Be yeah. brave enough to go, this one sucks. This one's cool. You, you're allowed to. Mm-hmm. I want people to hold everyone to right. telling great stories. And yes, what you didn't like about Episode 7, voice that too. You know, like yeah, the parts yeah. that aren't working, people need to definitely vocalize that. Um, I Yeah, I'm worried about just uh uh all look and no substance yeah so here's so my hope is the inverse of that i hope that um someone nails the romance in there yeah i i can't say that i have a a better idea of how i could yeah yeah. i know i could see it and it would be something like beautifully you know believe it or not david lynch occasionally has had like these heartbreaking beautiful romances right. between people mm-hmm. um you know there's a weird part to him and then, then there's the sincerity yeah. part to him talk yeah. about that you know yeah. the whole and and i would hope to see um like a a, a really great maybe like a forbidden romance That'd that, be cool. that that happens in star wars and, yeah and, and it's like genuinely like like everyone goes oh man i want to be like yeah. i want to find my fill in the blank yeah. of some yeah. characters we're gonna fall in love yeah. with and, that would be and cool. then they're threatened by you know the universe. I also want to see more humor. What I loved about Seven was sort of what I think people kind of call Josh Whedonisms. Uh-huh. Like, oh, dude, like it yeah, was yeah. so good to have uh, <laughs> Chewbacca being treated by the nurse, and she and she's like, "Yes, that sounded really scary." What you went like, yeah. like oh, how she was kind of talking down to this huge. Wookiee, yeah. and of course you know he's like playing up the drama to get extra like care from yeah. him. like that was so good or, yeah. or or you know um han for the first time in his life going can i try that crossbow like these things yeah. playing with what we know about it right that's yeah. what you got to do yeah. and that's why I, I know if yeah, yeah yeah maybe episode seven was just a rehash of what works but it it played with what we knew about yeah 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 so well see i like so play with us yeah star wars filmmakers that's what i'm saying is yeah play with us don't just go here you go look we did it and dude i i learned this from from doing some plays shakespeare plays mm-hmm. for example yeah we would workshop the shit out of this dense dialogue from 1500 you know uh-huh. or, or or late 1500s early 1600s we knew what we were finally saying yeah. we've been through it 20 30 40 times yeah, yeah, yeah. rehearsing and fine-tuning it yeah and then the audience gets one pass that's it mm. so i've seen and and constantly we'd know what we're talking about then we'd be like why isn't the audience under? it's like well dude yeah you know and and filmmakers do this a lot too they're like oh we made all these characters and it's like okay yeah you know what's going on with forrest whitaker yeah all you showed us was a disjointed storyline with, mm-hmm. with some weird guy on mechanical yeah, yeah. legs and i can't even remember his name yeah yeah i mean Maybe you, I do. when, I, when that's I, the first, only name I remember. yeah when i first saw it i didn't know exactly what forrest whitaker's thing was the yeah. second time i was like oh he's a g- extremist kind of <laughs> that's the thing, thing too make it clear guys yeah. just make it make it simple again you know one the reason why star wars the fir- star wars mm-hmm. 77 yeah. works so well because it's a 
a, about a kid who wants to leave his hometown and yeah. see the big city. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, and yeah. then you put in all your aliens. Yeah. And then you up the stakes in the second movie by, okay, the kid got what he wanted. Now he has to face himself and find that what he's fighting mm-hmm, is his mm-hmm. family. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Dude, yeah. that's... And then you put in all the aliens you want. Yeah, So yeah. start there, Star Wars people. That's what I hope for. Give us some... Give us some... And, and get adult with it. Both the universes of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, I realize, almost consciously know they have to adhere to a PG-13 universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my big issue with... uh, There there was a lot of danger in Lord of the Rings, those three movies, that that transcended any PG-13. Like, it didn't feel like PG-13. yeah. Hobbit, even though I genuinely like... I own the Hobbit movies, dude. Really? On fucking Blu-ray, extended edition. The whole thing. The, the whole fucking yeah. thing. And they're not my favorite movies. Yeah. I have issues. This is a weird thing. Like, prequels, I ain't gonna own those. Yeah. Hobbit, I have this weird thing where I recognize... It is Peter Jackson. I rec- It is... It is Middle Earth. Right. Then it does this Disney shit or, or this very like, whoa, ooh, yeah. like, ooh, yeah. physical antics. And yeah. now we're all going to fall 50 feet and not break a bone. Yeah, yeah. That shit is, is just so bad. And yet I keep watching it. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's kind of like we talk about. It's colorful. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Um. Why did I get into uh, Hobbit again? Oh, yeah. It, it's the fact that the sort of Tolkien world. For example, you know the difference between Tolkien world, Middle Earth versus Westeros. Uh-huh. You know, I, Game, I, of, I, Game of Thrones yeah. is, we know that Way that's a rated R-rated rated X yeah. universe. Like, shit could go down. So my issue with Star Wars is it's too safe still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We kind of know, and even if, oh, but they all died in Rogue One, yeah, it was still safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really care. Yeah. So, yeah. One thing I will say about that end of, of Rogue One, mm-hmm. you know, Diego Luna is a guy. Don't you think if you if he saw that big thing, he'd be like, hey, you want to... You want to make love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah could have. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I will I say. I would have had performance anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last coming up, yeah. like, no, no, just, I'll, I'll hold you. Let's yeah, I think hold I, each other. Yeah, I think I think I would have been. You know, that goes back to what I was saying of like my life is in danger. I'm I'm good. But uh, one thing, what you were saying about like when they play off of things that we know of the characters, there's a huge difference. I like it when they do that. I hate it when they do. What I feel, Alex is taking a huge bomb. I'm sorry, <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. It's it awesome. Sound, it, it probably sounds so. Like, <laughs> it's great. I love the sound of it. Just <laughs> while being no, like question. when when a filmmaker does something where it's like, say, Han Solo. Oh, can I try that thing? Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. When they just show something that's meant to get this reaction. Oh, ha ha. Yeah. Oh, that's them. I know them, and it's just nothing. Can you give an example? When they showed C three PO in in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, good for you. You literally are just putting that thing. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, doesn't really matter yeah. to us. Though. And going like, to yeah. your point about uh, their... Ne- I have a feeling they're never... I don't think they'll ever get like so dark. Like, because they, yeah, they, they, they would never want to alienate their you know families and you know and stuff uh, like that i guess i get well yeah and i and i'm a, and true they're not i don't i don't want them to go torture porn yeah, yeah, or yeah. x or anything like that but definitely um yeah no i know what you mean and there and plus i've heard this when i've shat on the prequels yeah i've had people counter argue well alex it, it's for kids yeah it's yeah. for kids really so are you telling me that we are supposed to treat children as distracted little creatures that need everything explained yeah, to them and yeah. oversaturated yeah, with like yeah. really is this yeah. is this really for children because you ask me uh, especially uh, until we get to the Ewoks yeah. <laughs> all of those original Star Wars movies that it's ageless yeah yeah it could be yeah. for anyone yeah yeah um yeah. 
And, you know, like Alec Guinness was for a lot of us, like our first sort of spirit grandfather. Right, yeah, yeah, A lot of us were like, whoa, like he's, you know, that was always, by the way, who's your favorite character from from the old Star Wars? Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi. That is just... I remember when I was a kid, there's that part, I forget in like Jedi where luke is like thinking about cutting off darth vader's head and it shows it yes that always traumatized me isn't it crazy yeah like i what's funny is looking back as a kid i remember like images from star wars always kind of freaked me out was it the actual decapitation that freaked you out or was it also that when the mask blows off when the mask blows off the fact that you that so as a kid that's another thing that trips a a young mind out is to see luke see himself yeah yeah and what an interesting little like because how many people in 1980 when they watched this movie like a you know like let's say like a 20 something and above like an adult watching this how many people went i think i know what they're saying because i you know someone watched that probably and yeah yeah yeah. oh fuck yeah they're suggesting he he must be related somehow or or, yeah um oh i'm sure or like, maybe i mean what like what would you think is it you see we know what it is now but imagine you don't fucking know what's yeah gonna happen. i mean honestly that would still disturb me i mean yeah. it, it's weird like i don't know like i always when i was a kid i used to think movies were really disturbing yeah. <laughs> you know like everything kind of freaked me out that but see and and let's quick little yeah nod to empire yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like there's a reason why a lot of fans often say it's the best Mm -hmm. one and and it's unusual because it's the first time lucas's baby is not being directed in fact i wonder i honestly wonder if he intended darth vader to be luke's father the whole damn time oh yeah because the way Darth Vader is presented in the first movie, he's more like a glorified henchman. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not in charge of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like. I think he got together, and I'm wondering how much of uh, uh, what's his uh, Kasdan Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. I, I want to know who came up with the duty has to be his father. Was that Lucas or was that yeah. Kasdan? And then I want to know Fans how they kept it. How, yeah, how they, how up. how they kept it under wraps for. Well, I imagine it was easier back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Did you speaking about keeping uh, spoiler alert? Psycho, right? Hitchcock. Yeah. Do you know about the whole campaign? How there were posters saying "Do not yeah, yeah, reveal yeah. the ending." <laughs> yeah, in yeah. The theater. They need to do that more yeah. often. That, was, that a, was that was you know I wasn't around when that came yeah, out, but it know, is well cool. for me. It was a long nineteen sixty <laughs> yeah. different time. Folks. It's cool, like introduce because scream kind of did that same thing with drew barry oh yeah, yeah where yeah. it's like introduce a character even though scream was way shorter with it like sure. introduce a character for 30 minutes and then kill her off that's kind of funny i love those surprises <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah what was a um couple movies have done that in recent years and they're and they're starting to play more oh, yeah. of that um with uh okay spoiler alert yeah. for for but um the place beyond the pines i haven't seen it all right we're gonna move <laughs> on we're gonna move on is that really good that I, I really liked it a lot, man. Oh, yeah? Uh, Place Beyond the... Uh, <laughs> I've had this joke with a friend of mine where we still don't know if it's a place beyond the uh, pines or the place beyond the pines. But the point is, very. Uh, it's one of those meditative-paced right, films. Yeah. But it's so great about like that 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 raw human emotion yeah. that happens with with people who know each other. And then... And, um, it's also one of those... F- few movies where like uh let's see i can say this as vaguely as possible a, a terrible wrong is done mm-hmm. where if we had stayed with those who who suffer we would have just always been on their side yeah but 
we then switch focus on the movie on the people who kind of disrupted the flow, uh-huh. and then we're so and I and I had always in the back of my mind been waiting for that for. A movie that's supposed to, by all intents and purposes, supposed to be about maybe the the following people we've seen, but whoops, another character's yeah. gonna come in and just grab the movie. Yeah, that's it, cool. It does a great job yeah. with that. When um, did that come out? Like 2016 or 2015 or, or one of those? Or? Long, uh, more like I want to say like 2000, even like like a 2011. Or oh really? 12. Ryan Gosling isn't yeah, it? Oh, Ryan yeah, Ryan Gosling, Eva Mendes, and. Um, Bradley Cooper. He's cool. He's, yeah, yeah. You know. cool stuff. Um, have you seen Drive? Yeah. Okay. So Drive. I was the kid who liked it when everyone loved it. Yeah. Now see, I am down with Nicholas Winding's Refn's previous two films before that because my first experience with that director was Valhalla Rising. I've seen the first two minutes for some reason i stopped oh. watching it was really cool yeah, but yeah. well it, reason... talk about meditative pace but yeah. here's where this is where i i respect you mr nicholas winding yeah. your movies even though you sometimes get indulgent and but you wrap it up in 90 minutes and yeah. that yeah. i'm okay with yeah yeah you can take me into your point of view <laughs> but if you respect my time yeah that's okay so I haven't been down with. Uh, I didn't see the new one, Neon. Neon Demon. Demon? Heard, it was all right. I've heard mainly that it was just kind of like a lot of long. And this is what he likes to do: big, glitzy, beautiful, beauty, long, boring. sci-fi '80s <laughs> yeah, shots. It yeah. looks great, but everyone's just kind of looking at each other vaguely. Yeah. Well, imagine that, but in Viking world. Yeah, yeah. And he literally just, and I think I read, he's like, I want to make a Viking movie that's on acid. Like the movie yeah. took a tab yeah. and then shows this thing. And I gotta say. I love Valhalla Rising, and it's 90 minutes. Like, one can do it. Yeah. Now, yes, there are a lot of shots where people are literally saying nothing, sitting there, but yeah. they're Vikings. They look cool. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and, it, and the movie is on drugs, and you can tell. And later on, they imbibe and shit, yeah. and the cool shit goes down. But see, yeah. are, you, are you like me? Like, you don't mind a meditative. Is that the right way to meditate? Um, yeah. yeah, meditative yeah. kind of thing. I don't mind it as long as I know that's what I'm. what it is. You know what I mean? Sure. And I really I love meditative when it's punctuated with violence. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you like, gotta have some releases. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I like Drive. And did you see uh, yeah. uh, Only God Forgives? I did. I did. What, what did you think of okay, that? Okay, so I had mixed feelings about it. Um, I don't think I'll ever need to see it again. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I think even Ryan Gosling stepped in as a favor. He wasn't really supposed to be oh, the really? main character. I think it's something happened. I read that like something happened, and it was like, "Well, dude." And they're obviously bestie, very good friends, obviously since Drive. It was mm-hmm. a good success for both of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, that ha- half of that movie is just Ryan Gosling slowly turning his head yeah. to the camera. <laughs> If you watch it and enough, you'll turn into Ryan Gosling. But <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how you like. do it, guys. <laughs> Abs and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then he, uh, but who I thought was a compelling character was the fucking police officer. Yeah, he's cool. Who chops people's damn hands yeah. off and then does karaoke yeah. at night. Yeah. If I think the movie should have been about him, yeah, because yeah. he was a very compelling yeah, yeah, yeah. character. Yeah. He was. You could tell he had like a hard duty to have to carry out, but and also, and I read about this, I believe, because I, I think it takes place in Bangkok. Uh-huh. I think, I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you listeners out yeah. there, but I read that um, karaoke in places like Thailand is not. It, depending on where you are, it's not just something that you kind of talk over and hang on like, oh, he's doing karaoke. No, everyone, sh- <laughs> karaoke is like a big fucking yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a ceremonious thing. And we, we give our full attention to yeah. it. 
and you're probably not hearing people going woo. You're, like, you're <laughs> yeah. probably seeing people like, and that's what I loved about Only God yeah. Forgives. And without spoiling it, I think it had a really unusual ending. I'm talking about the ending. Yeah, 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 where, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. What right. I, yeah. I kind of remember. I've seen it. I saw it twice a long time ago when yeah. it came out and stuff. And one thing that I think is interesting that Nicholas Winding Refn said, if that's how you pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah, I don't know if it's Winding or Winding. Winding probably, or whatever. But like, I, I like but, his you stuff. Know, probably it's Winding or something yeah, like Winding that. Yeah, Winding or something like that. But uh, he said, uh, with Only God Forgives, he wanted to make a movie about a guy who fights God and loses and i guess basically the police guy is yeah God, he which kinda, is kind of well, interesting he's like he's also yeah he's like the the judgment that yeah, cuts yeah. unmercifully yeah, yeah. and yeah. i know and big and then also and then it, it gets convoluted with themes like it's also my one complaint about a movie i really like but i think it's flawed as hell is enter the void Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh man, on, on some levels it's the greatest movie yeah. ever made. On other levels, it just it, yeah. it wastes time with repetitive yeah. shit that I'm not interested in. Yeah. But it has so much working for it yeah. that I recommend it to I, everyone. I have to admit, Sasha, stop bothering no, Alex. No, no, Sasha's no. Sasha's putting Sasha's it, her ball by Alex's lap so but he can throw. I'm also scratching her ears, so that's going to distract <laughs> yeah. her from getting too rambunctious yeah, I, oh, I, I admit and I, I can't say anything concrete about the guy's films because I've never seen any of them the Gaspar Noah the guy that did oh uh, yeah 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 to, I always <laughs> got the impression of this like is a Frenchman going like I am being very naughty no you see what I am doing no very naughty no yeah. no no you know and it's like oh, okay you know I'll, I'll watch it I'm going to I... shock you all with a, with a long rape scene <laughs> yeah oh rape oh, you yeah. like that no yeah you know very, but... yeah that's yeah you're reversible <laughs> is is a tough one to get through yeah. uh even though you have to credit a movie that goes backwards yeah you know it does it, yeah. every scene is the one that yeah sequentially takes place that, before it so that that's cool with it but um however you got to credit uh uh enter the void i know we've been talking for like no no it's cool it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> but uh enter the void is about uh, they do it open or pretty soon after first of all the opening credits are fucking an experience unto right. itself it's amazing yeah and then he does a DMT trip. And not that I would know what DMT yeah. is like, but it's really, really like visually They call it the accurate. God molecule or something yeah, like that? and you're basically, I think, smoking something akin to serotonin or something oh, really? like, like that. And what they show <clears throat> is uh, like the movie times out. It, it takes a time out for like a good seven minutes. Like remember in 2001 when he goes through the color vortex? Right. Yeah. It basically does that. Mm -hmm. And you for a good five to six minutes, I think, are in this trip. And it's basically watching like the greatest screensaver. And, and imagine that I didn't get to see it in the theater, but it would have been amazing yeah, to yeah. watch this thing unfold. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine everyone expecting the three-tiered structure story. You know? yeah, 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 like, what yeah. is this? We're now... Like, because the movie takes a break yeah, yeah yeah and we're just in a drug haze so and then yeah have you seen anything you've seen irreversible did you see anything else of his those are, he those did are the only one. two that i can think he of. did this one i stand alone i never saw it no but, i didn't see it either you know yeah. um anyway. but you know one one day i'll i think if i had to start somewhere with that guy i would start with enter the yeah, Void. Yeah. i guess they, he and it, it's before I, I think they did one recently i forget what it's called but it's all first person action movie like oh, yeah. like you're from the you're in the perspective oh, of really? that well, this is in in oh, Enter the know, Void. Yeah. You are the dude. Oh, the yeah. whole movie. So it blinks occasionally, yeah. and you're looking through his eyes. So I'm, so when you're doing drugs, it's like you yourself are doing it. Does so it, you have to credit for that. Does it yeah. get tedious it, at any point? Well, it does. It gets there. So okay, 
This this happens in the first ten minutes. Yeah, so I'm not really spoiling that thing, but he gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. So he, it's all out of body experience. Now that alone, I'm like, dude, I'm so that's amazing. Yeah. So part of that is revisiting a lot of his past. Mm-hmm. A lot of his past is really challenging stuff, like fucked up stuff, like fucked up family secret, fucked yeah, up yeah, shit, yeah. like yeah. like you know everything from you know witnessing your parents having sex to definitely having a more than familiar relationship with your sister like everything going down yeah and they show traumas from his life like three they're like the same trauma there's this awful thing that happened to both of them as children Uh and they show this scene like three times in the movie from different damn like takes and different angles yeah and I'm just picturing the director. I, I picture him, and also the, another one is Lars von Trier. Right. I just picture I, these yeah. guys just sneering by them, going, yeah, I'm going to make you all suffer. Yeah. I'm going to make you all wish you didn't watch this. <laughs> Did you see Breaking the Waves? Not one I liked. I like. See, There's I some can, Lars von Trier movies yeah. that are just pure torment. And yeah. I'm like, Dude, yeah. this I've, is not nice to your audience <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, I've, it, yeah. I've only seen but, Melancholia and Breaking the Waves. I must admit. Okay, I think those are the two best. Those ones are the I've two seen. best ones. But the rest of the, I've heard lots of shit. Yeah. Like, there's 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 some that are really good. Uh, what was it called? Dogtown. That deserves a viewing with the Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. Just because I mean it. I think again, it's way too fucking long. But at yeah. least. He shot it like a uh, like a theater piece. Yeah, like yeah. it's not even a set. Like everything's chalked out. Yeah. And the actors walk out and all. Like uh, I did, could appreciate. That. Did you see a dancer in the dark? No, I haven't York? had. I it, it's uh, all I know is she like mutilates herself. Oh, or really? something. Or I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I saw another one. Painful. Antichrist. Have you seen that? Oof, one? that was a tough one. Yeah, to get yeah, through. yeah, yeah. Another one. You know what? Antichrist and Enter the Void have a lot in common. Oh yeah. They their idea is fantastic, mm-hmm. and I would have liked to get through it. And I think David Lynch still to this day. He can get a little too out there, but 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 and this is coming from someone who holds him as like yeah, yeah, the yeah. best. Yeah. But I I think David Lynch does a good job of fucking you up and giving you something yeah, kind of sincere, yeah. Yeah, and sort yeah, of yeah. warm that that you can actually kind of accept, or at least I can. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of directors when you're when you're punishing your audience. I don't know. Yeah. And there's a lot of antichrist. We're like, whoa, okay, you're going to jerk off a bloody dick. Yeah. Okay, wow. That, I don't yeah. know if I was really ready yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Even though I could see that happen in the Hodorowski film. But yeah, I'd be like, yeah. well, yeah, there's the jerking off bloody dick part, but then you had the cosmic yeah, insight of yeah, humanity yeah, part. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I sort of... But there was a lot that did did work for Antichrist. But it's a hard theme, dude. It's it's about two parents who have lost yeah, yeah, yeah. a child. It's not fun. So it's about what a, a, a relationship devolving. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, they're having like weird demon visitors. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one last thing about Star Wars. Please. Going back to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, speaking <laughs> of mutilation, yeah. torture, and speaking rape. Speaking of vaginal Star mutilation, uh, going back to yeah. Star Wars. Um, uh, if you had to make some sort of prediction, because we will return next year ah. for when the next yes. one comes out to yes. talk about it. Ah. If you had to make one prediction, one thought, any sort of thing about the one that's going to come out next year, so that maybe we could. Maybe next year go back listen to this and then, oh yeah yeah, yeah. You know. like what's gonna happen in yeah, episode yeah. eight yeah or what's gonna happen what anything any any general mm. feeling about the direction that the films are gonna take the the, the next one in particular mm-hmm. any anything any prediction any anything I mean they'll definitely have Ray training with Luke yeah and it's gonna be very interesting to see Mark Hamill finally speak yeah, in yeah, one yeah. of these yeah. movies um 
Which, by the way, is not... I loved how episode seven ended. I thought I'm that was so really cool. I'm so glad he didn't yeah. say anything. Yeah. I'm so glad he didn't say a goddamn thing. That's perfect. Yeah, he just turns yeah. around. I was sobbing, too. Yeah. Like, full oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, as soon as she was approaching the island, I could feel... I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, that's cool. We're about to see Luke. And I, and I was already... I was just... Yeah. tears streaming down my yeah. face and the fact and dude she holding the lightsaber out to luke and let's not forget guys this is the lightsaber that he lost when his hand got cut yeah, off yeah. this is a light this isn't the green lightsaber yeah. that he would eventually use for the rest of his life i assume he still has the green one yeah this is the one that cost him his hand mm-hmm. Like it's a big deal for her to it's it's that lightsaber is full of family pain. Yeah, yeah. Her holding it to him. Yeah. It wasn't like that shot was so epic. Like yeah. I, and it drives me crazy when people I saw people in the theater like kind of going like, ah, confess is like an ending shot, just like ready to leave. <laughs> yeah, like, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is huge. Ray is us. Ray is us yeah. reaching out to Luke. Please help us luke yeah, maybe yeah. you can save star yeah, wars yeah. from being yeah, yeah. a commercial disaster <laughs> yeah. like, one yeah. one final question yeah. do you think too many people have said oh ray is most likely luke's daughter that the filmmakers would be like okay maybe we, we shouldn't go down that avenue do you think I, that might happen i hope that um that would be awesome right yeah i mean it seems almost inevitable that she's gonna have to be luke's yeah. daughter but it'd be really cool if they're like, ah, that's what you thought. Yeah. But actually, she, yeah. her whole don't leave me thing was, she was maybe, I don't know, maybe friends of a family or, yeah. or uh, who knows. But, but wait, one, one final question. Three final if, things. If, yeah. if Luke has a daughter, who would the mother be? Now, that's a very good question. You don't know? There was a character in the books, I believe, called Mara Jade, who uh-huh. had this kind of like on again, off again fling because she was Sith, but she had the where he he it was like he's a Jedi, but he had like a kind of you know he had a, a, a I keep using the word aptitude, I think yeah. so he had an yeah. aptitude for being dark. She is affiliated dark, but she would keep helping. Uh-huh. so they had this very and, and talk about now that's a compelling romance yeah right yeah, yeah yeah that's and sounds pretty they cool would, and you know it'd be hot shit where they're like fighting each other this was in the like, extended universe novels and yeah, stuff. yeah this is like all the stuff that was written in the 90s yeah. and all that so i know they had something going yeah. on uh, will they bring her back sounds like not probably yeah. this is gonna be their own thing you said um, they scrapped the whole eu the <laughs> yeah, whole because like, i know some people you do have i think like the group of people who like hold those books as like no that yeah free. and you'd have every right to think that because people that's the best you could do for a good 15 years i'd say was you would wait for a novel to come out to just know what might happen yeah, with your yeah characters yeah. you fell in love with yeah awesome. um but yeah i think uh uh i would hope that they at least make it again sincere show some good zen stuff bring back those yoda lessons i hope that what she and you know if they do it right they should also show ray start to flirt with the dark side later on yeah yeah yeah, like at least consider it yeah um or not because also it seems to be something that one here last thing yeah maybe maybe as we send carrie fisher off to that galaxy far far away someone i saw a meme or something or someone brought it up as a good point Leia never fell to the dark side. She fought the whole damn time. And she never once had the whole, like, maybe I can be Queen Leia. No, no, she just... And she didn't rely on being a princess. She always was a doer. She was yeah. a shaker. She was a go-getter. She was, you know, and she was always dedicated to the resistance. She was, yeah, you know, yeah. She never wavered in her in yeah. her uh, focus. That's pretty cool. So 
I think Ray has a has a chance to do right. the same thing. So Alex, uh, where can the good people find you? Do you have anything you want to promote? The uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm so bad at at sort of setting up anything substantial, <laughs> but you guys can find me. Uh, yeah, I, I occasionally do the Twitter thing. You can find me at Castaway Clown. Nice. That's all together, Castaway Clown, and uh, you'll see little haiku projects I do on there. Uh, I also recently recorded my first audiobook. I might post that on there. Nice, nice. And, uh, and yeah. Awesome. More to come. Yes. Well, Alex will be returning to the podcast because this is his second time. It's been super fun. Fist bump. Hey, man. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. It's always so, a pleasure. So that was our discussion on Star Wars and Rogue One. And so anyway, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr. Nasred. Email me at Nasredpodcast at gmail.com and visit me at Nasred.com for all of your Nasred needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes and leave me a beautiful review. Anything else you want to say, Alex? Everybody, stay weird, stay beautiful. Talk to you next time. Goodbye, friends.